0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Give someone a hug this morning. I know we're sweaty. I know we're hot. Just give them a hug. Give them a kiss. Say, this is going to be good. Even if they have to say it by faith. It's going to be good. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, it's nice to see Matthew Dodwell here this morning, back from Melbourne. Absolute champion. Thank you, guys. You are brilliant. I'm going to actually just say, you can sit down now so you can. Relax, cool off. Can we give the team one more, one more hand this morning? Absolutely brilliant. It's a big deal. Serving in church is a big deal, but I think it's the best thing you can ever do. Amen? Come on, work with me this morning. I'll preach as quick as you respond. All right, it's going to be a very quick... See, that might work this morning. I was actually thinking I might take up an offering for air conditioning. I reckon we'd get a good response this morning. Nick, you in? You good? Fantastic. Beautiful. All right, we're going to come around the word. Who's ready this morning for the word? Who's got a Bible with them? Electronic device that's got a Bible on it? If you don't have one, go and sit next to a Christian. It's going to be a good morning. Come on, respond. Respond. You got it? you good? Everybody say this, it's what happens in the pit that matters. Come on, everybody. Let's work together as a team. Come on. It's what happens in the pit that matters. Very good. I wouldn't be a very good good school teacher, would I? Have you ever had a dream? Have you ever dreamt of greatness? And I'm talking to all of us here this morning. You know, succeeding at the highest level, becoming a world champion, being a rock star, building a a successful business, you know, winning a sporting champion. Have you ever had a dream on the inside of you, something that from a young age you thought, this this thing is, this is what I want to do, this is who I am, this is what I want to achieve. Because I believe, honestly... That's a God dream for your life. That's something that he's placed on the inside of you. Because you reflect him in the earth today. And God has no problem with self-esteem. God has no problem with dreaming big. God wanted a world, so he made a world. God wanted you, so he made you. He has, And I, when, when I look at some people, I think God was really dreaming. God was just out there. Me, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm th- talking about me. God has no problem with people dreaming big. Believing for big, wanting big. So, I'm here this morning just to inspire us, I hope, and encourage us to dream again, to dream big, to believe for more, not just to get stuck where I am today. God is always calling us for, for, forward. God is always, you know, it says that hope is the anchor of our soul, you know, anchoring us towards the future, anchoring us towards, you know, more than today. And uh, as I said, you know, I've, I've, I, dreamt of things since a young boy. I've dreamt of helping people, seeing miracles and seeing people healed since I was a young boy and it's, it's kind of a crazy dream because that's not your, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a rock star, I want to be, it's, I've just had this dream on the inside of me to help people. And, and but the thing is, I've, I've never let go of that dream and, it, and it's cost me and it's, and it's been difficult but we're still dreaming that dream but this year alone, through travels and here and at other churches, I've seen blind eyes open. As I prayed for people. I've seen deaf ears open on the spot. 32-year-old woman, deaf from birth, her ears open on the spot. I've seen a woman that was paralyzed in the Philippines get healed. God touch her in a moment. And this, this is a dream of my heart. So you've got to understand that I, what I dreamt for, what I believed for, I've seen happen. And I continually see happen. But it takes a fight to to hold on to and to go after our dreams and to not let go of things that have been placed on the inside of us. Because if we're honest about it, most of us will have let go of, if not all of, most of the dreams we had as a child. Because right now, my kids dream. Nothing is impossible. To kids, impossibilities don't exist. Dad can afford anything. Mum can do anything. There's no problem with anything. Let's just go. I go to the shops with Zach can I get that? No, mate, I don't have any money. Yeah, just use your card. Like, like there's, 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 there's impossible, doesn't exist. Everything's possible. We can do anything. And I remember when I was a kid, I thought the same thing dad can do anything. He can build anything, he can pay for anything. There's no, but at some point, I don't know what the point is. At some point, we grow up, we get a little older, we walk through a few things in life, we get a little more cynical and we let go of dreams, we let go of desires, we let go of... I love what Amanda said, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. But in line with what we've already been talking about this morning, the delights in my heart were given to me by Him anyway. But He just wants to call them out. He just wants me not to let go of the very thing He's already placed on the inside of me, because He knows me. Psalm 139 says, He knit me together in my mother's womb. He knows me intimately, He knows my inner being, He knows you know, how I think, how I work, he placed those things on the inside of me, he says, just don't let go of them, and I will cause them to eventuate in your reality, to come to pass in your life, and, you know, so so at what point is it, and what happens to us, why do we stop dreaming, why do we let go, why do we give up on those things that have been placed on the inside of us from childhood? Has anybody got a dream that they're going, you know what, I've shelved that thing, but I really wish it had to come to pass in my life. There was, there was that desire, there was that plan. God is a redeemer of time. God can restore to us what hasn't happened as yet. He can turn things around in a moment of time so that we can actually uh, take a hold of and walk into the middle of the very thing that's been spoken to us or gifted to us from God himself. Amen? Help me. C.S. Lewis said this, you're never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Walt Disney, the creator of Disneyland, he said all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Dreams don't just work, dreams work when you do. When you work on the dream that's been given to you, dreams come to pass. All our dreams can come to pass if we have the courage, the determination, the grit, the stamina, the, the strength to actually go after them. What are the dreams that are sitting on the inside of your life, that are sitting there dormant right now, that you're not doing anything with, that you're not stepping out into? I want to I challenge you this morning. Maybe put a fire under somebody. Step out in that dream. Step out and fight for that relationship. Start that business. Don't, whatever it is, go after that thing that you've just let, let go Life is a fight, but I want to encourage you, have the courage this morning to stand up and say, I'm going after my dreams. I'm going after my dreams. I have a great life. I have a sensational life. There's a vision in front of me for what my tomorrow looks like, and I'm not going to let go of it. Amen? Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart, the secret petitions of your heart, your dreams. And you know, this morning, I want to look at one Bible character. The Bible's full of men and women who dreamt. Men and women who dreamt big. Men and women who believed for more. Men and women who went after, you know, their God-given destiny. And I I just want to look at Joseph this morning from Genesis starting in uh, verse 1 of chapter 37. It says, Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilal uh, and the sons of Zilphar, his father's wives. And he brought their father a bad report about them. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he'd been born to him in his old age. He made an ornate robe for him. When his brothers saw that he loved them more than they, uh, they hated him and could not speak a kind word of him. Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers, they hated him all the more. This is a bad day. You're hated, and then God gives you a dream, and then you're hated even more. Ever, ever felt like that? God's, God's spoken something in your life. There's, there's a seed of greatness on the inside of you, and people hate you for it. People speak against you because of it. People want to pull you down simply because you have a dream simply because you want to go after something that's on the inside of you. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, uh, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while the sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brothers said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule over us? They hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and he told his brothers, listen, he said, I've had another dream. He's not the smartest, you know, sharpest tool in the shed, he's a little silly, his brothers hate him anyway, and now I've got another dream, it's awesome, not only you, but dad's going to bow down too, Uh, they had it all the more because of the dream, then he had another dream, I had another dream, and this time the sun and the moon, the 11 stars are bowing down to me, when he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream that you've had, will your mother and I, and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you, his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind, see Joseph was a dreamer, And he couldn't help himself, he just dreamt. There were dreams on the inside of him that were God dreams. And if you read through the Genesis account, from chapter 37 through to chapter 50, what he dreamt happened. What God spoke into his life actually happened. His, His parents and his brothers actually came, and even not by choice, but were forced to bow down because of the position that he now held. There are things that are spoken into your life that others won't like, that others won't agree with, that others won't see, but you have to hold on to with everything that you have, with every bit of strength and stamina and faith on the inside of you. Because if God's spoken to it, no devil in hell, no circumstance in life, nothing can stop you walking into and experiencing the goodness of the dream that's been spoken over you. Amen? And what I love about Joseph is he dreamt big, And he believed big. Even amidst ferocious attack, he never stopped dreaming. He never withdrew. I love what it says in Hebrews, we're not of those that shrink back. Life wants you to shrink back. Life wants you to get small. Life wants you to shut your mouth. Life wants you to stop dreaming. Life wants you to just just accept what you have right now. But the Bible says we're not of those that shrink back. We're of those that press forward under salvation. We're of those that press forward into the promises of God. We're of those that press forward and take a hold of land. We're of those that step forward, we defeat giants, and we accept all that God has for us. Amen? That's who we are. That's what the Bible says about your life. You're not inferior. You're not the minority. You're not squashed and weak. You are, you are strong because of God. Yeah. Good. Come on. Yeah. Good. It's going to be a long, long sermon today. I'm telling you. It's, it's just... I feel it I feel more coming to me right now. more that's not in my notes. So here's the thing: Joseph was the youngest of 12. Wow. He, was, he was the son of Jacob and he was loved because he was the son of Jacob's old age. So, so you will have heard the song. you will have Joseph and his Technicolor dreamcoat. He, he, there, there was a marking on Joseph that his father preferenced him, loved him more than the other brothers. It's probably not good parenting nowadays. However, that's how it was. He was loved more by his dad. It was his son, and and he would dream, but his brothers hated him. And so they threw him into a pit. They actually, they they hated their brother that much. Now, I'm one of seven kids. I'm the second oldest. I've got four sisters, two brothers. We didn't always get on, but I never thought of killing them. And I never thought of throwing them in a pit, taking their clothes, putting animals' blood on it, and showing it to mum and daddy. They must have got eaten by a ravenous wolf or something. That's terrible. His brothers hated him that much that they threw him in a pit. They threw him in a pit because he had a dream. He hadn't done anything to them, he just had a dream. See, your dreams at times will affect others and they won't even know why it's affecting them. Just keep dreaming, keep believing, because ultimately his dream was the salvation of their family and all all of the people uh, of the land. His dream, because he dreamt, and and I would encourage you, go through and read these chapters in Genesis because it will blow your mind. Just part of the story is he was thrown into a pit He was sold into slavery, he rose from that position of slavery to prominence in Egypt, he was wrongly accused of attempting to rape Pharaoh's wife, Uh, he was again thrown into jail, Uh, he he interpreted dreams, he rose again to be in charge of the jail. It's such a phenomenal story, Uh, he interprets the dreams of others in the jail. Once he's interpreted their there's another two year period of darkness and where he's just left in the jail to rot and then again he, he... someone tells Pharaoh, he can interpret dreams. So he, he goes and interprets Pharaoh's dream, and he gets elevated again to second in the land. He's the second most powerful man in all of Egypt, simply because he, he could interpret dreams. And this didn't happen over a two-week period. You would like to think, flip, he got thrown in a pit, he got, he got sold into slavery. It was a, it, this is over 24 years. This is over a 24-year period. This This man hasn't let go of his dream. He's still believing for what he's received in his spirit. He's still... There may be a long time between receiving a dream and your dream coming to pass. Don't give in in the middle. Like Amanda said, there's always, there's always attack. There's always things coming in from left field to try and pull you away. You've got to know what you know. You've got to believe what you believe. And you've got to stand firm, stand, stand you know, fast in God. And he will bring those things to pass. He will carry you forward. So again, what happens in the pit matters? Wow. What happens in the pit matters? Have you had a journey like that? Everything's going great, everything's fantastic, and then I find myself in a pit. You see, this all happened after he had a dream. Have you ever had a dream that came through, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that thing. I'm gonna become a world-class surfer. I'm gonna start a business. I'm going to, and then, and then all hell just was unleashed against you. Yep. None of us? Yep. Yep. I have, many times. What happens in the pit matters? Because yeah. this story, it's, it's pretty detailed. It tells you a lot about what happened in his life it tells you about the dreams he had. He tells you about the journey he walked. It tells you about the struggles he faced and then rising to the heights of prominence. Like, that's a pretty big deal. I've gone from being in jail, in the pit. Now I'm in the palace and I'm second in charge. And it's like, dude, this is unbelievable. See, here's the thing. If you haven't, you will. There may come a point where you find yourself in a literal pit. Something happens. You've got an accident. You know, last year I found myself having my wrist reconstructed and not being able to work for a three-month period. And that was not something that I planned. That was not something that I wanted. I, I found myself in that place. Something happened. Maybe in an emotional pit. You know, just your emotions. You're, you're on this roller coaster, and things have happened. It, you know, a relational pit. There's, there's a marriage breakdown. There's a, there's a, you know, breaking of confidence. Something like that. A financial pit. I never saw myself here. I never saw myself in debt. I never saw myself having multiple credit cards. I know you might find yourself in a place where you're in a pit hold on, breakthrough's coming, hold on, keep looking to God, keep walking through, and something's going to happen, you know, and, and like I said, it's, it's an out there story, a crazy story, and if, if you didn't believe the Bible, you'd go, is, is this real, did this guy, re- did this really happen, because I haven't heard of too many guys, you know, at Silverwater Jail in Sydney, or whatever the jail is up here, going from there to being the Prime Minister, I, it, it, it's a big story, But I think, I think what happened in the pit was what made it possible for him to go to the palace. I think that the way Joseph held himself in the pit. See, because when I go to a pit, sometimes I get cranky. I'm like, this is wrong. And I get attitude. And I get frustrated. And I speak out. Like, but but he, he mustn't have done that. Because every single time he came out of the pit, he came out upbeat. He came out positive. He came out full of vision. He came out still holding on to the dream that had been spoken into his life. Have you ever, ever heard the saying that a cork can't be held down forever? You let that thing go and it will rise to the top. That's you and I. We can't be held down forever. We can't be held back forever. We, we are going to rise to the top because that's who we are. We're made by God and for God. We have the seed of greatness on the inside of us. He, he's, he's released those dreams into our spirit. He, you, circumstance currently might be holding you down. It's only a matter of time till that court. Get, your life gets let go, and you are going to rise to the top. And uh, what I love, it says in Exodus 39, it says, The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. But he was a successful man in the pit, and he was a successful man in the palace. It wasn't just that he made his way to the palace, because he'd been there before. He was, he was at the top of the jail. How can you be successful in jail? Well, he was successful in jail because the Lord was with him, and the Lord favored him. I want to encourage you today, to press in with your relationship with God. You may be walking through hell. You may be facing challenges and storms and attacks on every angle of your life. Don't let go of God. And the amazing thing is, people can come around you in life whilst you're in a pit, whilst you're facing charge, whilst you you know, storms of life are coming. They can encourage you, and they can inspire you. Don't let go, but they can't have a relationship with God for you. You're the only person... The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord is only ever with us because we allow him to be there, present in our life. Because we allow him to be close. Because we set time aside where we're, like Melissa was saying, thankful. Well, I just get up and I've got food in my belly. I've got a roof over my head. I've got clothes on my body. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that you're faithful. Thank you that you're present. Thank you that you're with me. Rather than getting up and being negative. or Because he was never negative. I'm told a lot in the Bible, but I'm not told what happened in the pit. So I can only surmise that in the pit, he guarded his heart. In the pit, he refused to hold a grudge. He refused to to want revenge. He he sat there. I believe in the pit, he kept dreaming. And he kept dreaming beyond his current reality. You see, so so in the middle of the situation, I don't know where you are right now. Keep dreaming beyond your current situation. He never looked at the pit. He always looked beyond it. And, you know, we were talking this morning, what, what do you do? Where do you go? The Bible says, I lift my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord. My help doesn't come from my employer. My help doesn't come from my relationship. My help, my help comes from God. And, God and, and when I look to Him, when I look beyond circumstance, when I look beyond my current limited ability, I can see Him. And He's bigger than my problems. And He's bigger than my issues. And He's bigger than my mountains. And He pulls me forward and causes me even if it's just spiritually at first, to, to rise above and to see the fulfillment of my dream. Amen? Is this happening, helping anybody this morning? Must be the heat. I'm on, I'm on slow-mo this morning. Okay, so he didn't hold on to grudges or harbor resentment for how he'd been treated. You know, it'd be, if I was in one of those situations, my brothers, cause, because the end of the story is he was serving as, as prime minister in the land. And his brothers came to him. There's a famine in the land. And he could have gone, you slimy little mongrels, you're going to the pit. You're going to the... Because to the he, here's the deal, 24 years. 24 years of abuse. 24 uh, years of false accusation. 24 years of, of being held back. 24 years of being slammed. And he rose to the top and he extended grace. And he was merciful. And he was loving. And he was welcoming. And he, and he brought you know, his brothers in You know, to his love. It says, Proverbs 4 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart. I want to encourage you to guard your heart. People are going to hurt you, people are going to wrong you. Things are going to happen where you go, why God? Why guard your heart? Let your heart remain soft and pliable. Let God hold on to that thing. There's a word that says, you know, I'm going to take your hearts of stone and give you back a heart of flesh. God wants us to have soft hearts. Soft hearts towards people, soft hearts towards him, soft hearts towards our our situation where we go, I don't understand, but I'm still going to just keep walking forward, allowing myself to love. You know, there's a saying that a boat doesn't sink because of the water around it, it sinks because of the water within it. Joseph never let his circumstance get on the inside, because his dream was taking its place. When When we forego our dream for circumstance, we start to sink in life we start to get overtaken and and overawed and we get get taken out. I want to encourage you this morning to create some room for yourself to dream again. I want to pray over dreams this morning. I want to pray for things that God spoke to you as a young person, you know, and that you've let go of and that you've forsaken, that they will come back again and that you will dream again and you will see again beyond today. Okay, everybody say this. Stay soft and move on. Stay soft and move on. That is a key to doing life well. Stay soft and move on. Stay soft and move on. Just stay soft in the middle of whatever circumstance and keep moving forward. Don't allow yourself to disengage gear. Even if it's only first gear, first gear is still moving forward. Don't go to neutral. Don't go backwards. Let's just stay in first gear. And when we can, let's shift that that clutch and let's go to second. Let's go to third. Let's get some momentum in life and keep moving forward. And I was thinking as I was reading through this, Paul and Silas praise their way out of their pit. Praise may be a key for you to get out of your pit. Wow. Just start singing songs. Let songs come from your inner man. Let songs rise up on the inside of you. When was the last time you sang? When was the last time you allowed yourself, and I'm not talking Taylor Swift or whatever else, when was the last time you sang where you was just joy in your spirit? I love worshiping. I love when Lozzie and the team just lead us in because I can just get abandoned. And like we've said on many, it's like an air conditioner for your soul. It doesn't matter what was happening at 9 o'clock this morning. It doesn't matter what's going to happen at 5 o'clock this afternoon. In that moment, I'm abandoned. They they worship, they praise, they thank God, they sang, and and their chains fell from their bodies and the doors of the prisons opened. That may be a key, something that you need to do to to, to go, you know what, I'm getting out of prison, I'm going to dream again. Daniel prayed his way out of the pit. He's thrown into a pit of lions, uh, you know, and, and, and he prayed. He was thrown into the pit of lions because he prayed. But in the midst of being thrown into the pit, he prayed again. It was was who he was. It was his default. As a man of God, he prayed. He sought God. Maybe that's a key in your life to stepping into breakthrough and being able to freely dream again. Just start praying. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Whatever it is that you've got time set aside in your life, in your schedule, in your day to seek God. And just say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You know, one Thessalonians, I've said it many times, 5.16 can't even remember what I was going to say there. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all... It's hot, I'm telling you. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. Be joyful. Enjoy life. See the good side of life. That's God's will. That's, That's God's will for your life. That you would see the good in life, not the bad. That you would be optimistic, not cynical. That's God's desire and plan. And if it's not you, pray, God, let me see life through those eyes. Give me that ability to, to, to be optimistic, to be hopeful, to be filled with hope for the future beyond today. Amen? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego believed Jesus in spite of their pitfall. They were in the middle of being thrown into a fiery furnace. They, and the furnace had been heated seven times more than it's ever heated. They're thrown in the pit. But not only the pit, the pit's on fire. Holy pit, that's, that's crazy come on, help me out, help me out. That's hot. You think we're hot today? They're thrown into a furnace and they believed God because they said, King, listen, you can threaten our lives, but we're going to believe anyway. And if we don't, we're saved. But if he does come through, you will know that he is the one true living God. These are all stories in the Bible. These guys believed, some sang, some prayed, others just walked in faith. I want to encourage you to stir your faith on the inside. Stir yourself this week. Nothing's going to take me out. There is, there is nothing that can take me out. There is no devil in hell. There's no demon. There's no uh, uh, you know, oppressor. There's nothing that can, there is nothing that can take you out. It says that in Romans. It says, what, what should we fear? What should we worry about? Are you kidding me? If God is for me, who can be against me? Who or what can be against me? There's dreams on the inside of you that the devil wants to lie to you about to, to take from you. But God can make a way. I love what Amanda was saying, but God. But God, in the midst of hell, but God. In the midst of, of devastation, but God. In the midst of confusion, but God. God wants to come through. He wants to come through for you this week. The greatest pit conqueror of all time has to be Jesus Christ. He has to be Jesus Christ. Dead three days in the, in the, in the belly of the earth. And he rises again. It says in Revelation 1, 17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Jesus descended to the depth of hell, but he rose victorious. Jesus went to the depths of hell with a dream in his heart and wouldn't let go of it. The dream of his heart was the salvation of man, the redemption of mankind, and he rose again victorious with his dream intact. I feel like the word of the Lord for somebody here this morning is that you can rise again with your dream intact. I spoke that word into your life many, many years ago, and I will cause it to come to pass. Do not let go. Do not give in. Do not feed. Don't Do not withdraw. Stand in faith and believe that I will cause it to come to pass. The thing I know is this, the dreams that we hold on to ultimately hold on to us. And when I want to give up, and when I want to give in, you see, the things that I've seen this year, the miracles that I've seen this year, they keep me going. I told you the story last week of praying for a woman whose waters broke at 16 weeks. They said there's no ambionic fluid in your your, um, womb, the baby will die, you must terminate because now it's detrimental to you. I didn't know her story, but gave her a word and prayed for her, and they, the, the doctor said, their word for word, they're going to give me the transcript, is this is a medical miracle. The, the sac cannot reform itself, it cannot refill with ambionic fluid, because it, it, it had ruptured, it had totally ruptured. It is a miracle from God. This is what the doctors said. Those things hold on to me now. So when I want to give up and I, when I want to be selfish and when I want to withdraw and when I don't want to care about people and when I don't want to do this anymore, those things hold on to me. And that dream, come on, let's see another one saved. Let's see another one healed. Let's see more blind eyes open. Let's see more people with cancer healed. Because that's the dream that I have. What is the dream that you have that causes you to move forward in life? Is it a dream of a future with spouse and kids? Is it the house on the hill that, that you've been blessed with that you've paid off and you're debt free from? Is it owning that business? Is it... Is it in ministry. What is the dream that you have? Don't let go of the dream. Dream again. But I want to tell you this morning, it's what happens in the pit that matters. Keep a sweet spirit. Keep soft hearted. Don't seek revenge. Don't go. The Bible says, love those that hurt you, do good to those that that despise you. Love those. that It's what? Love those that hurt you. Do you want to come up? I want to encourage you this morning, dream bigger. Don't let the cares, worries, negativity, opinions, or anything else from anyone else stop you being all you can be in God. You were made by God and for God. He has plans for your life. He's designed your life. He's sent you His Holy Spirit to empower you. Faller. Don't let go of the dreams. Stand against the enemy. The Bible says, stand. And when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Just stand. Just stand. I want to just, why don't we just stand right now? Sometimes it's just a stand. Devil, you're not taking me out. Devil, you're not taking my dream. Devil, you're not taking my marriage. Devil, you're not taking my marriage. Just take a stand. Take a... We're not of those that shrink back. We're of those that press forward. We're not of those that accept defeat. We're victorious in Christ. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and never ever beneath. You know, Nicole, it's, it's perfect health. Don't let go of perfect health. That's the promise of God for your life. You will walk in health. You will walk in... That's, that's God he says, I am the Lord who heals you. He says, by his stripes, I am healed. I am the one that teaches you how to prosper. So I want to even say, if you've, got, if you've got a problem with prosper, prospering in life or, or abundance in life, let that thing be broken off you today. And I'm going to so I just want millions. I just want to bathe in the coins. I want the dollars flying. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about I want and such an abundance in my life that I can, I can meet every need that comes across my path that when God says pay that person's bills buy that person's dinner be a blessing in the community the the community can't afford this but the church can because the Bible says in the last days the house of the Lord will become the chief among the mountains that we can rise that we can be a blessing that we can shine a bright light in a dark community we can see God glorified through our actions amen why don't you just lift your hands this morning I want I want to pray over over you guys that you'd believe for more that you dream again, that if there's things that are just holding you back and robbing you of of your dreams or robbing you of peace or robbing you of that ability just to enjoy the life you've been given, that today those things would be broken from you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for every person that stands before me today. God, I thank you that they're created by you and for you. I thank you that you have plans for each and every one of them, plans that are a blessing, not a curse, plans that are to prosper them and not to harm them, that in you, God, each of them has a future and a hope. Thank you, Lord. You know what, if you're here, you're just feeling, you know what, I've I've, I've let go of dreams, I've I've, I've let things go, and, and and it's eating me up on the inside, I want to pray for you today because I just feel there's going to be a release this morning for people here in God so we might, we might just go in singing a song, please, Loz. I just want to pray for you. If you're like, you know what? I, I have let go of certain things, and I, I do feel like I'm stagnant in life, and that, that I don't really have forward momentum. Just come forward. Let me pray for you this morning. Let me believe with you that the Holy Ghost will get on you afresh, and that you will have this impetus and this drive to move forward in life, to, to believe for more, dream for more. Amen? Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3nousa.org.